0: Hey there, I'm Anthony from Deselect. In today's interview, I talk with Drawer Mare, founder of Wiku Solutions. He shares the kind of insights you get from working with Marketing Cloud for as long as 11 years and explains how both new SMC products, as well as the App Exchange, play a role in Wiku's strategy. Now, if you have any questions for Drawer, like usual, just leave them in the comments. Meanwhile, relax, sit back and enjoy. Hi Drawer.
1: Welcome to the series. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me.
0: It's uh, it's a pleasure. You know, we've been talking a bit over the last few months, so I think it was uh, well overdue that we'd have you, uh, but I would like to jump straight into the topic of Salesforce Marketing Cloud. What was the most interesting project you delivered so far related to SFMC? Well, um, uh,
1: we did many projects with many sectors, uh, but I think that... Uh, if I can think about one that uh, we found very interesting, is usually the one that challenging us uh, the most. Um, we had uh, um, uh, we had a project that combined many sources of data. Uh, uh, some of them were on premise, and some of them was completely offline, uh, some such as uh, POS, or, or even real delivery mail. And uh, this combination of uh, data architecture uh, that you have to think about. Um, Uh, That was uh, quite a nice challenge. Uh, The ability to understand when someone visits you in the shop and someone visits your website and he called the support and he saw you first time on YouTube or heard about you from some kind of a PR uh, announcement. So uh, the ability to understand that this is the same person that's seeing you and understanding his behavior, uh, combining all these two links uh, and and the source of the data, that was quite a... A nice challenge, and uh, yeah, I, you know, that's that's what makes everything much more interesting. The harder it gets, the more interesting it gets. That's my oh, uh, that's my slogan. I,
0: I agree. I agree. And from that point of view, I can say it's been very interesting <laughs> for, for me too. <laughs> um, but what industry was this uh, about? Uh, so this one
1: was uh, um, was a very famous bank. Uh, uh, and you know, in the bank you have the ATMs that you've been using to, to uh, withdraw well, uh, well, uh, some cash, or you're going face to face to the rep, or you call calling the uh, support, or there is uh, uh, a ticket, uh, a credit card on your way home, so there is entire communication until you get it. Um, so if you take all of these, uh, uh, all of these uh, touch points, when, when the clients actually meet the bank, uh, if it's offline or online, and to understand how to talk to that person. So to have the same conversation. Uh, so when he when he, he called the support, for example, the support knows that he actually uh, uh, went to the, to the ATM yesterday and asked for a mortgage two months ago and so on. The ability to, uh, to give the representatives uh, all the information, uh, that's something that uh, uh, upscale first, the way that the bank talking to their clients and more than that uh, gives the the person um a sense of someone know him you know and someone talk yeah. to him and there is a lot of uh, let's say psychological elements in it when you talk to uh, uh something like a bank which a lot of people can be very scary a lot of it you have debts and so on so it's not always that a positive uh, <laughs> conversation you expect to have um but the fact that it feels like you've Talk to someone that knows you, understand your needs, understand your your actions, understand the way that you behave. Um, I think that uh, that was quite a um, quite a challenge, uh, uh, more for data architecture or technical perspectives, to to bring this thing on the table for for the bank representatives in all uh, in all different departments or so, course, departments, as as we say
0: very interesting talking about these departments of, of course uh marketing is of our peculiar interest uh, so what do you think that marketers struggle the most with when it comes to the platform
1: well um uh, i will say that there was a kind of a, a revolution started uh, uh maybe six seven years ago uh, i've been doing it for the last 11 years so i actually felt it uh, in the change of the role of the here. So. If in the past, the, let's say, the average marketeer needed to handle uh, a more marketing aspect, so like really hardcore marketing aspects such as creative content, how to bring ROI, how to bring a, a call to action, uh, and and this thing changed massively because today we are all, in the end, all of us uh, available in different types of channels, um, and uh, digital channels, I mean, and, um, and that, basically uh, create needed to create a new generation of marketeers when they can understand the data uh, uh, and how to analyze that data to understand the behavior of their clients or their leads um, and, and understand what the technology can give them and what technology, uh, with the technology they have in-house, uh, the lack of the features that they might have. So um, uh, I will say in, 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 in a much larger perspective that, uh, the marketeers should uh, until this day we're still seeing it should upgrade their their game uh, and to be uh, uh, more technical and um, and more understand uh, data processes and data architecture so they can really um, eff- let's say efficient efficient their entire marketing activity so you know they can live up to the slogan that they only want, wants to to do uh, to live in, uh, which is uh, the right message to the right person in the right channel in the right time, and uh, that's not happening from just having a CSV with the list of emails and one big image that you want to send to everyone. Uh, and that's something that, in general, marketers are challenging. Uh, I can say that from my experience, also uh, CMOS or, or, or anyone that actually touching. Any type of communication between the company, their clients or their leads have to go to that direction of understanding better data, technology, alongside with, of course, the marketing uh, element.
0: Very interesting. So embracing the data, not being scared to get a little bit more technical. If, if yeah. we would um, take that lesson to Marketing Cloud itself, do you, think, do you think there's things that could be optimized in Marketing Cloud? Well,
1: um, I think it's
0: going to that direction
1: um, anyway, um, uh, as, as Salesforce as, as a vendor, which is uh, um, a vendor that I really believe that, take, that took the right direction. And that's why I chose to be focused on those, on those toolings, is that in the end, uh, uh, Salesforce put in the middle uh, uh, the, the person itself that you want to communicate with. Uh, so the client or the lead itself in the middle and this, and they look at it and they're trying to make their systems around uh, how that person looking at, at the company um, and not other way around. So it's not uh, how companies should manage their operations and so on is how a person look at the company. And from that point, they're starting. And I think that's a very good starting point. And that basically led to many, uh, uh, features and, uh, and uh, more uh, sources of data and channels that you communicate, that you can collect sorry, in one place to, to make your communication much better. So uh, things are happening today, such as uh, um, the, the last uh, acquisition that Salesforce had with, uh, with Evergauge, that gives the ability to now communicate also in the web, uh, web-based environment. Um, and, um, and combining with other elements, which is where you have in your service and your sales and your uh, all your media channels. Uh, so the combination of all of those, it's something that I think that's already happening. And, uh, and now, of course, with, with WhatsApp that just joined as well to the uh, to one of the channels that the Salesforce Marketing Cloud can work with. Um, so I will say that it's already been taking that direction. Uh, and the more flexibility the marketing cloud will give to uh, uh, to professional uh, uh, people that know the tools, the better, um, the, let's say in general, the tool will be optimized to the, uh, the client's needs.
0: Indeed, I think it's very interesting points that um, you're touching upon. It's clear that Salesforce is a very good strategy here in um, taking a more central role um, when it comes to data and giving that central view of the customer, which is, is of course, completely aligned with their DNA as a CRM provider. But I feel that with, for instance, the announcements of the Evergage acquisition, uh, the C360 launch, it's all, um, you know, even speeding up a bit more. And it's very interesting times for, I think, people like you and me to live in.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. We we really enjoy by this approach of Salesforce. um, And I think that uh, there is a reason why they are, Uh, they are taking the world with them with that philosophy because uh, first, uh, it really works. And second, uh, they have really good players. Uh, I will give ourselves a compliment, such as me and you that want to take these technologies and really build things uh, uh, for the best of of their clients. So um, the entire perspective of one hand, taking care of everything in terms of technology and the toolings and data architecture and uh, sources of data and channels, Combining with how they're handling uh, uh, partners relationships, how they think about markets, uh, the fact that they're giving the end toolings to people like me knew that we really can customize, and it's not just uh, off the shelf. So, uh, and, and w- which reminds me, you know, that if, if uh, six, seven years ago, I did uh, only Salesforce the marketing Cloud by itself, today uh, with, with our company, we are providing such a much larger, um, a set of tooling. So we are doing Datorama, which analyze all the marketing activities and, of course, going with the, with the, with the marketing cloud as well. We have the as we mentioned before, the, the audience, the 360, um, and, of course, the commerce. So everything relates to the communication between, uh, uh, between Salesforce and the end client it's, and, and the fact that, that you can customize it along with people like us. Uh, that's a really, I think, uh, gives really amazing solutions to, to the clients and especially the ones that really wants to have, you know, uh, a very precise message for each person they talk to and so on. Like the bank example that I gave before. Um, and I think this is the, the direction it's been taken. And uh, yeah, we definitely join the fact that uh, we can, uh, we, have, we are lucky enough to have toolings that we can actually build uh, what we think will be the best for their clients and that's, uh, that's quite an amazing times I would say, for, for both of us in that respect.
0: I would agree. And as we've shifted gears to uh, talking about uh, Weco Solutions, your company has an impressive customer base in Israel, uh, which I noted. Uh, how would you describe this region's usage of Salesforce? Are there like any differences between other parts of the world? Um, yeah, it, uh, that's, that's a very good question. Actually, The um, uh, I will
1: say that, uh, Israel is, uh, Israel is in general and, and I'm Israeli myself, even though I'm, I'm, I've been doing most of my work from, from Amsterdam. Um, uh, we, we, uh, rec- we recognize the, the, opportunity in Israel to, to, uh, to basically penetrate the market. And today we are serving most, uh, 80% of the clients that have been using um, Salesforce Marketing Cloud, all the toolings around it. Um, and uh, that, that basically uh, <laughs> uh, gave us a kind of, uh, of understanding how Israelis uh, uh, think. And, you know, um, everybody, I mean, Israel, we're familiar with the fact that they're uh, the startup nation. And, uh, and you can feel that uh, also with when, we are, uh, when we are talking to our clients and the way that we work with them. They tend to be more techy I would say, than the average uh, clients that we are familiar with. They want to learn more about the codes. They want to learn more about uh, the data architecture. They understand better uh, the advantages of of those toolings today because they also understand that you can customize it, as I mentioned before. And um, uh, and I think this is something that uh, maybe uh, is a bit different in the way that the Israelis uh, uh, approach uh, uh, this kind of, of solutions, um, it's it's true about uh, uh, cloud solution, but it's also true about any other solution that.
0: Um, right, if I if, if my opinion, it sounds like they set the bar high. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. But that's that's basically a very good thing because in the end, uh, when you uh, you know sometimes when you talk to a marketeers, uh, they're not or CMOs, yeah, or, or directors that go they want to take their companies to that direction. Um, they can't always understand, you know, all the way to what you can actually do for them. Um, And they don't really understand always how the technology behind it should work. So they see something like, uh, you know, like a a process someone did in Nike, for example, but they don't understand that there is an entire team that's building infrastructure around it and data architecture and so on. And and, uh, when you approach the, the average Israeli company, uh, they are there with you. They understand the effort that you put in. They appreciate uh, how your uh, uh, the, the way that you uh, want to basically help them to customize the solution that's good for them. And uh, I will say this is the main uh, the main difference. Uh, um, let's say in terms of uh, this type of solutions.
0: All right, very insightful and good to know yeah. as well. Um, so I mean, your clients are not just an Israel. Yourself. Of course, if you have uh, you know some Israelis. They will be more techy. <laughs> exactly it's good to be prepared right well <laughs> and um now of course you have clients outside of israel as well across all of mia and beyond um now i was kind of curious uh since most SIs have certain focuses or uh, capabilities are there types of clients that um, are really good matches for you and are there some kind of clients that are probably not a good match for uh, wiku yeah well i
1: um yeah definitely definitely i uh, uh first we are not really. Uh, we we are lucky enough to be. Uh, we have good uh, references, a good reputation. So we actually uh, never face the, uh, the 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 situation where I need to actually impress someone with my uh, with my ability. So that's that's always a good starting point. Um, but in the end, uh, I think that there are. I will divide this one to two main uh, let's say elements. Uh, if a company is uh, first uh, willing to invest, you know, I, I will take it you know, I will be very transparent. You need to have uh, um, the right budget to invest in such a tooling and in such a, um, uh, such a solution. You're in everything to the cloud. Uh, over there, Salesforce uh, solutions are, are extremely advanced, and you can build whatever you have in mind in 99% of the cases around it. Uh, but that comes with also the, um, the ability to, put the, the, uh, to have the right budget for it. Um, and uh, which m- my perspective is, is extremely important for every company, of course. Um, and I will say something that's even more important than that is the mindset uh, and the vision. So uh, when we are talking to some, uh, um, to some clients that, that show interest in, in this type of solutions, um, we learning, well, most of all, they need to come with some kind of understanding that they want to improve massively the entire communications with their, with their clients or with their leads. So they need to understand, or let's say they need to have the will to uh, basically have a, a much better email marketing and, and SMS and that in Facebook people see the, the commercial or in TikTok or in LinkedIn, the right commercial to the right person at the right time. And uh, they, they need to have the will to upgrade their entire uh, way that they look at and uh, their way that they communicate with their clients, and uh, not that all of them is uh, is going that direction.
0: A willingness yes. to increase their marketing maturity, as some would call it. Sorry. Uh, a willingness to increase their marketing maturity, as uh, exactly. some would call it. Exactly.
1: Well said. Yes, definitely.
0: Well, it definitely helps working with clients that want to get ahead, of course. Um, yes. Now, you talk- want you want a
1: client in the end to uh, um, to uh, to challenge you. You want them to come with, uh, first for your, for, I will say even for your own uh, uh, personal challenge, You know, it's nice sure. uh, to have something that you haven't faced before or that you uh, really uh, increase the level of your technical uh, knowledge. Uh, so you want the client to have a very strong vision and you want them to have uh, a much better communication and, and that they will know how to basically, how they want to present themselves from, from the outside. And,
0: uh, and
1: those are the type of clients that we really like to work with. And uh, yeah, the more the merrier, as we say.
0: The more the merrier. Now, <laughs> something that might be of interest to um, potential clients who are marketers and are listening to, uh, to this show, uh, you recently went through a rebranding process at Wiku. So yeah. uh, what triggered the change? What considerations uh, did you have to make there? Well, I,
1: uh, I have to be very honest about this one. Um, uh, it wasn't planned properly. You know, sometimes as an agency, <laughs> You're focused so much on your work and your clients that uh, when I started uh, uh, to, when I established the company uh, and I had already uh, so many uh, clients or potential clients and, and leads and so on that wanted to, to use my, uh, my knowledge and my help. So I didn't dive into any of that in the beginning. You know, I built a, a website by myself from scratch just very quickly. I just put some kind of a logo and I chose a name just uh, on my way to registration of, of, the, of the company. So I can't say it was really planned. Uh, but with time, we learned that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, no, we, we can have a, a much better, of course, uh, uh, a way to present ourselves and to brand ourselves um, and to deficiate ourselves from, from other, uh, uh, let's say, agencies, competitors, but also to actually really uh, bring ourselves to the front of uh, the things that we're really good at. Uh, and not to put masks on things that we are less good at. And so um, uh, we chose to have this kind of uh, rebranding that uh, that basically it's re- rebranding about everything that we are uh, presenting and everything that we are doing. It started from uh, the logo and the name, but it continues also with how we are different. So the fact for example, that sometimes our competitors on the tables are huge corporates you know 200,000 employees worldwide and uh, we are mostly winning against them and that's because we are we are taking more the commander approach you know very professionalized and well experienced more than others uh, usually you know 11 years experience in this market is a lot and so we come with that knowledge we come with that approach uh, and, and a dedicated team you and and of course with with uh, more flexibility around the uh, pricing and administrative things. So you can just call straight away the, the, de- the developer on WhatsApp, for example. You don't have to start schedule a meeting with the project manager. That will organize uh, uh, an internal resources and so everything related mm-hmm. to the, the agency of, of being, uh, uh, let's say more like boutique in that respect. That's something that uh, we wanted to present. So we chose to change everything around uh, uh, how we wrap ourselves as an agency.
0: Just this little idea of having WhatsApp groups to communicate directly with devs, I think is very interesting because it takes away so much friction.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. No, we, uh, we, we all, I mean, we all many years in, uh, or the ones that many years in, in this market know that uh, when you talk to uh, an elephant, as we say, uh, that elephant has many things that they have to deal with, you know, like uh, uh, very high budgets and high demands for the managers or the manager of the managers and so on. And they have targets that they have to face and uh, and here we are coming from a different perspective saying uh, well first we put service is the most important So the minute that we have a client that client and, and everyone that we, all the, the people that work with us uh, from the client's end have direct communications to myself the solution architect technical architect so any one of the people that are involved in their projects and everything is much, can be much quicker and um, if in the past, um, um, let's say five years ago, uh, it would have been very hard for us to, to find the uh, you know, enterprise organizations to work with us, today it become more legit because they're saying, um, okay, we have this very small group of people we can work with, they are more dedicated, usually because they're a small company, they really wants to prove themselves that, and, and they have more to uh, uh, more, let's say more enthusiastic uh, uh, spirit to bring their service much better, so uh, yeah. In, in general, you're absolutely right. It it become um, uh, more focused about again the client and not about how I run my processes in house and so on. So that's uh, right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, go, one more thing about the the branding. I saw that your logo now features a certain face. What what's yeah. the story behind that?
1: So it's, uh, it's actually come from, a, from a, an old hobbit of mine. I'm, I'm reading a lot of philosophy and mathematics, and uh, I'm, I'm an accountant in my, in, my, uh, in my dark days, you know. In the dark <laughs> days. <laughs> so uh, um, one of the things that I started to read about when I established the company is what I'm actually doing. I start asking myself very philosophical questions about uh, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And uh, uh, during that process, I, I uh, came across... Uh, a person called uh, Heron, Heron of Alexandria, uh, which was uh, a very, uh, for the people that are familiar with that, uh, <laughs> with with that history, um, very um, interesting investor. Uh, uh, and uh, what he created is basically kind of an uh, the first automatic machine. So the first machine mm-hmm. that continued working after initial start and. Um, uh, initial trigger, sorry so you um, basically create kind of an iron ball and uh, and close and from that iron ball you can you have two pipes uh, uh, going to opposite directions and uh, he put some wood inside and he boiled it and what happened is that the smoke inside uh, put a lot of air pressure and that's basically create the this ball from start uh, growing round and round and continue as long as the burn is is working uh, that's by the way uh, uh, um, is how a steam engine is working until today. Uh, when it burns yeah. something and the pressure of the, of the smoke that's coming out of it. So uh, I found it very uh, nice story and something that I want to bring to our, to our company. First is to understand that in the end um, that person uh, thought outside the box. And that's what really wants to uh, everyone in our company to think and uh, not to be as everyone else, but to actually find, uh, uh, to think beyond and to understand beyond what you're doing and not just doing it because you need to and uh, i found this kind of uh of uh of approach to life in general much more interesting and that's the type of uh let's say vibe i want to bring to my uh to my company and that's why we chose that that uh that character
0: very inspiring so to so it's to let you uh let your uh, employees essentially think outside of the box let them uh find new interesting ways to do things and it's not just to draw within the lines, but, or do things as they're supposed to do, but really like look exactly. for the best new solutions, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe one last thing about, uh, about, about, how you run your practice, of course, topic close to my heart, to what extent is app exchange a part of Weco's strategy?
1: Well, um, I think it's something that, uh, in, in Salesforce marketing cloud is getting better. I must say, you know, regardless to this uh, conversation, thanks to you guys, um, uh, Um, I think we haven't faced enough uh, good uh, uh, apps that build by by third-side companies as as yours. Um, And and when first time we came across your your product, uh, it was very refreshing because it was for us the first time that a company actually took something that was really a a pain points for for marketers or for users in the the system. And uh, to make it more approachable, easy to use, and in the end, You know, uh, when I come with such a project to, to, with such a product to to our clients, they can basically run things much faster. And today, when you are talking about uh, uh, how efficient you can be as a marketeer in terms of uh, the communication and the speed of communication, so you don't have to wait to now uh, your IT department to start building uh, some. uh, some uh, scripts or sqls or javascript around creating some kind of content segmentation this thing should be much more approachable and um, um i must say and it's not because we are talking now you know you know what i think about the product that in the end the product of of this select is uh, is something that uh, we are really missing and um i i hope in general that more and more tooling like that that improving the experience of a day-to-day usage and uh, and make it more efficient, that's something that uh, we would like to use more and more uh, as a service provider as well.
0: I'm glad, very glad to hear that because I can already tell you, we will not stop at uh, the current deselect segmentation offering. Uh, we are also looking further. Uh, I think there's many opportunities to do more marketing enablement in general, to give them tools there. On the, on the one hand, you have to train marketers and make them understand they have to embrace the data as we already established. On the other hand, you also want to give them better tools, easier tools. And I think when uh, those two can meet halfway as basic, one is basically the IS job, right? And the other yes. one is an ISV's job. And then you can have real, um, really powerful things uh, in marketing cloud and for marketing yeah. teams in general.
1: Definitely, definitely. The, as we said before, the more the merrier. The more options we have, uh, but the quality is something that uh, that I think was uh, was improving uh, recently. Uh, because I think that uh, six, seven years ago, you couldn't find um, really good toolings uh, in the, in the in the app exchange, and it's getting better. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, the more the merrier, because it will give more options to uh, to the end clients in the end to. Uh, to use them in a much efficient way.
0: Super. Now, as we're about to uh, slowly wrap up, I'd like to touch base with giving some advice to some of our listeners. So for instance, um, many of our listeners are early marketing cloud practitioners. And is there some kind of advice that you, who has 11 years of experience in this industry, could share with them?
1: Um, uh, Sure. Well, good question, because I've been hearing that a lot from um, also other um, or other beginners that just uh, jump into this world or people that actually been even doing it for the last three, four years. And they're asking me, okay, today that you're 11 years, been doing that, what can you what can you share? Um, right. So I, I can definitely say that uh, uh, you need to treat the, the, uh, this type of tooling is, I can talk especially, of course, about the Salesforce Marketing Cloud um, is that you have to take uh the time and the understanding that is a real profession by itself it's it's for some it might sh- seems as a niche uh which which is okay depends on what the the agency has been doing or you as a marketer has been doing but uh if you want to be really professional in it um there is nothing like you know like we said make your hands dirty you know like mm-hmm. uh, try things uh, w- when i started you can imagine that 11 years ago there was no real documentation it was called an exact target uh i learned everything by by myself and it's not that i'm kind of uh, of, of a, uh, a genius or anything like that i think it's just uh, uh when i when i i started to find this thing very exciting to learn something new and to face a new challenge so i just started to send myself in emails and send myself uh SMS and and see what's happening with the data and changing the data. You know, it's, I always try to do things um, alongside with the fact that then clients started to come and to, to challenge me with the, with their custom solutions. So that required me to actually, again, upgrade my understanding and to really dive into uh, the codes and the commentations and features and combining with other features and other uh, third sides uh, uh, toolings and so on. Um, so. Uh, I would say for, for the, those of you that, that listen to this and, and understand where I'm going with it, is that in the end, uh, you can learn now uh, uh, two years on the Salesforce Marketing Cloud uh, and it will not be enough because in the end, what you mostly need is uh, two things. One, uh, the, the excitement to learn something new. And second, to, to deal with things by yourself and facing the, the hard challenges. And that comes with experience. And um, I would say, in a much philosophical uh, uh, educational perspective, um, in the end, I believe that you learn the best by doing. And uh, um, uh, you need, I believe, three four years to be a really good senior solution architect that can actually uh, uh, provide a, a much deeper understanding. Because your role is more than just creating an email or making an unsubscribe process, is to understand the client in front of you and how he manages his operation and the level of their knowledge they have. Continue with what they want to achieve and what's their targets. Understanding their data needs and combining with the data architecture that uh, can, uh, you can build within the marketing cloud or the tools around it. And, and also in the end to make everything more efficient in the way that the client is going to use it. So, uh, there are so many aspects here that uh, there is no magic here. It's all based on experience and make your hands your hands dirty. And uh, so, uh, if you go in that direction, you're choosing the right career for yourself. Uh, but uh, uh, be aware that uh, in as many other things, you have to be patient and you have to uh, yeah uh, face face the
0: challenges. Don't 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 be afraid of them. All right. Well, I think there's actually some excellent advice to completely wrap up with. So. Um, <laughs> Dror, I want to thank you for today. It was really having a pleasure uh, having. You it was really a pleasure having you on the interview. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very very much. Really appreciate that. Thank you for watching Heroes of Marketing Cloud. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date about future interviews with fellow marketing champions.